Welcome, dog fans, to this week's episode of Dog Thoughts. I am Kayla Owen, and with me is the amazing and always Mike Martin. Mike, how are you? I'm doing great. A sunny Saturday. Um, doing some yard work, so you do things even though you're quarantined. Yes. As long, I mean, on Friday Harbor, you guys are fairly spread out of the way, so definitely fairly nice for you instead of being in the middle of Seattle. I actually went home to Port Townsend because I just, I was not going to be trapped there in an apartment for weeks and weeks and weeks. It's easy to tell the people from Seattle because they'll come out, they'll walk off of the ferry and they'll have done all their panic shopping, being one of those dock cars that'll be stacked high with toilet paper. (laughs) I absolutely love it. But speaking of quarantine and not having things, Kind of what we're doing right now is we don't have any spring football to talk about. Usually we'd be talking about the pro day right now, maybe even the spring game coming up in a few weeks, which both have been canceled. And it's kind of made things a little bit difficult on what to talk about. So we've definitely had to get creative. You did a great segment on Twitter. You're building the perfect quarterback. And like you said, that turned out great, didn't it? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was I was amazed at at the amount of involvement because I usually, I I just looked at my phone and I was like, what happened on Twitter? And my my Twitter had blown up. So got some really good, um, really good things about that. And and that's the thing that I've liked about there not being any football people being cooped up. We're getting a lot more ideas out there and uh, being able to bring sort of unique content even the uh, university athletic department is uh churning out some some fun topics and talents i think that yeah that's what's kind of made this a little bit easier is all of a sudden everyone is just staring at their screens my screen time i get a report on my iphone and it has gone up tremendously but that's kind of what really led to what we're going to talk about today is i've got so bored and Usually we have some March Madness with some brackets going on, and we didn't have any of that, so I was like, what can I do? And I made a 32 seed bracket, not really seed, but slots, and it was Battle of the Best last four seasons, and I took four, the last four seasons, 2016 through 2019 of football, and I slotted the best games to watch, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about. I had put it out on Twitter, people fill it out, sent it back. And I even did some online polls, so if people didn't really want to fill the bracket or take it, I guess, classification by classification, they could do that and still participate. And like you said, got a lot of involvement. So I'm super excited to talk about this. And Mike, let's kind of really just name the top four that we had. And we... What I liked liked about this is you, it was fun to kind of look over this list and kind of remember your emotional involvement and how much emotionally invested people were in these games. And, you know, that that's kind of how you structured this is, you know, even though there may have been a loss or a close loss, they were still entertaining games. And I, and that is very, a very unique way to, to look at uh, the last four seasons. I am so glad that you brought that up because that's really what I wanted. I didn't want how much did we slaughter this team by because we could have put up, you know, that 
game, I think it was against Montana, where it was like 64 to 3. Something crazy. But it, it wasn't a good game to watch. I mean, it was fun for Husky fans, but is it one that I would want to watch again? No. And that's why I kind of wanted to make this bracket. And so, like you mentioned, so much emotional attachment. The top four, the one, the winner coming out of the 2016 side was Oregon, the big 70-21 win with Jake Browning point. The winner coming out of 2017 was the Utah two-minute Jake, where the Huskies went down and put up 10 points in under two minutes. From the 2018 side, it was WSU in the Snow Bowl, Apple Cup, and then 2019, it was the Vegas Bowl. All of those have so much emotions. Oregon ending a 12 year losing streak utah like i said coming down pulling it away in the last minute wsu doing the improbable and getting a win when they were underdogs in the vegas bowl the changing of the guards with the chris peterson era being that his last game mike were you kind of surprised on these four or did you really see that coming with with oregon um i remember that game being uh in the press tent and the, when they opened the door to the locker for, to the Washington locker room to it, the say who say what chant just filled the night. And, and I walked through the tunnel with Isaac Walls and, and so many other players, Keyshawn Beery, Azim Victor, and you can see how much winning that game meant to them. They, I think they did it not just for themselves, but for Husky Nation and all the players that went before them. And, and you can see that it really meant a lot. But that Stanford game that uh, that year, it was 44-6, to six, I believe. And that kind of marked the turning point. So there's so many big games in that 2000 that I, I, would, I would love to see how people broke it down for that. Um, and then, or excuse me, the Washington State. Every single one of those games, uh, you know, it was uh, the uh, record-breaking quarterback going up against death row dogs and those defensive backs and uh, spelled doom for them. So, you know, there are a lot of, of interesting things to, to look at. And, and again, I love how you structured this. Thank you. And you were at all four games, actually. You made the trip down to Vegas. You went and you sat in the snow at WSU. You were with Jen Cohen with Utah. You were with the press for Oregon. And before I kind of say the top two who I chose, because, again, I felt like a lot of people were voting based on those emotions or just because we absolutely kicked the crap out of Oregon, that I wanted to put in my two. And that's kind of, again... The, the best one to watch. So for you, being there, is there two that stands out on the ones that were the most exciting to watch in person? Not really based on emotion, but I don't know. The snowball, um, I was standing outside the gate going in um, with, surrounded by Cougar fans, and, and it was raining, and then it started to snow a little bit. And um, everyone was like, this snow isn't going to stick. And five minutes later, we're almost inside, and the snow is starting to stick. And everybody's like, good, we're going to kick the crap out of Washington in the snow again. And then after the game. <laughs> Boy, how that aged very well. <laughs> and then after the game, they're like, damn you, snow. <laughs> so, you know. We lost because of the snow. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it's just the, the swing of emotions from that game. I don't know that the Husky fans actually went 
to that game of confidence. Uh, and when it started to snow, I, I don't know that the snow really would have changed anything because it was the same result that they, we've had forever, in, you know, during the Coach Pete era. So, you know, uh, so that is that was a great game to be a part of. And then watching uh, the the Tristan Viscano field goal at the end of the game with Jen Cohen was just amazing. She was living and dying on each play like every single Husky fan out there. And that was a lot of fun to watch. I'm so glad that those two for you stood out because those are the two I actually picked for this championship. I took that 2017 Utah game over 2016 Oregon. And don't get me wrong. I will love to watch that Jake Browning point in the Huskies to put up 70 points on Oregon every day. But that Utah game, I get chills going back and rewatching it. The fact that the Husky players didn't give up on their own team. You're down by 10 with a minute and 50 left. And they still were like, no, we're, we're going to keep battling. Jake Browning, the infamous flip there on the sideline. And then, like you mentioned with Tristan Viscano, somebody who had been struggling all season long goes down, puts one up through the uprights. I'm not going to lie. I was one of those people who wasn't looking because I didn't want to know. But when it happened and the way that, the whole place erupted and I was right there on the that was my last season as a student and I was right there in the front and I was screaming and jumping up and down and my dad was in the front row kind of behind the husky bench and we looked at each other from across the way and it's something I will never forget because that was also one of the that was the second to last game as a student and it was it was amazing Uh, and and, you know, they, they didn't let the fans rush the field like they did in that Stanford game in 2016. That but, was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, but that game was over a long time before. This game came down to, um, you know, Jake Browning breathing life into a dead, uh, you know, it had to have been in the 95, 96% uh, percentile of winning percentage for for Utah. So to... Uh, be able to, you know, gut out a victory, you know, in, in that atmosphere was just a lot of fun to be around. And that's exactly why I took it over Oregon is because it did come down to that last minute. And as an unbiased person, if I were to choose between the two games to watch, I would choose Oregon or not Oregon, Utah every day. And going on to the next side, we kind of briefly touched about it, especially you and saying, you know, you're supposed to have, you have this record-breaking quarterback who's supposed to annihilate the dogs, and the dogs are underdogs, and now it's snowing. Here we go. But I picked WSU to represent that side of the bracket, and again, I I wasn't at that one. I was home for Thanksgiving and glad that I was not in that snow. But the fact that those seniors had never lost, and the fact that they were underdogs and came and pulled it out and still made outstanding plays and the emotion. And I know, you know, Kayla McGarry's quote, like the back of your hand, it's tattooed somewhere on you. I'm pretty sure if not, it will be soon. We're going to make a bet, but (laughs) that one was electric to watch. It was so much fun to watch. The players were having fun. And, and the, the, it was, I'm telling you, it was miserable as a fan because you're standing there and you're brushing snow off the bill of your hat every couple of seconds. And, you know, it was cold. It was windy. It was 
driving snow and about the third quarter you didn't notice it anymore it it became uh one of those memorable games that that you had an uneasy feeling going in and then you know they, there was a different starter from 2017 to 2018 to 2019 three different quarterbacks and I think to, I'm trying to remember who started in 2016, but it may have been four different quarterbacks. I'm pretty four, sure it was still Luke Falk. Okay, um, but the you know the different quarterback, same result. So it's it's really just became about Washington being able to dominate their in-state rival in the Apple Cup that year, though. Uh, meant that the Huskies went on to be Pac-12 champions. And that was was on the line. It always comes down to the Apple Cup and that being on the line, I feel like. But a lot of it, too, is there's so much emotion from those players, especially those seniors who are kind of battling to not lose to the Cougars, even though they're underdogs. And then Jimmy Lake. Jimmy Lake's infamous quote about Mike Leach, and it's easy to game plan. There was so much into that, and I think it was really special for those seniors as well, kind of going out on top like that in hopes to, like you said, go to the Pactual Championship and then potentially the Rose Bowl, which they did. So it, it was an amazing game to watch. I will watch it all. I, I would always watch that one just because how many college games do you see in the snow that is a rival game like that? Yeah, and I mean, I've seen several for Michigan and Ohio State, but... Um... That game right there, the uh, like Michigan Ohio State came down to conference winner going to uh, the the championship game and then on to the Rose Bowl. So, you know, it's uh, it's just a lot of you know it was that was a game that I would go to again despite not getting home until the next morning because we were unable to get out of the snow. I would do that game all over again and the Utah game all over again. I would too. And especially, again, we, we always bash on WSU, but kudos again to WSU's band. That was the same game that the Husky band got in that accident traveling there. And they still played the Washington fight song. So it it was it was all around a really, really good game, no matter the circumstances. And so this is kind of where we're going to make a decision on who the absolute winner is for the battle of the best of the last four seasons. The best game to watch. Gosh, Mike, what's what's your opinion? Well, you're asking me to choose between uh, the image that I have of Jake Browning spinning around midair thinking he's done for, and then um, Allie's team for a game kick Tristan to playing in the snow and watching those guys make those um, miles gasking with that run and he uh, runs across the end zone flashing his W's to uh, the Husky fans that, that stayed around for it and if I had to pick This I'm is why gonna, I made I'm, you go first. This is why I made I'm, you go I'm, first. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Apple Cup because I have to take my son there and watch the game with him. This just got more difficult because I, I, I want to go Utah. 
I really want to go Utah. I, goodness gracious. How do we decide this? Because both of us are split, but we need a winner. We should throw it out to somebody else. You want to do that? You, what do you guys think? Yeah, I like that. I'll put it on my Twitter. You put it on yours after this podcast comes out so they get a chance to really listen to it and hear both sides. And and I'd love both, to hear memories from people about those games. Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm kind of glad that we can't really decide because then everyone else kind of gets a decision. I'm sure people are going to disagree that Oregon probably should have been in here, but we kind of talked about why it was left out. And kind of like a regular bracket, there is upsets. Yeah, so many entertaining games that the payoff of those entertaining games is guys like Christian Galvin that want to walk on, guys that previously would have taken uh, their three stars and gladly left the state to play for free to where the kids are staying home. Savelle Small is staying home. Uh, you know, these these guys that that in in past years may have had uh, a little bit of uh, tough decision to some of them was it's Washington is no brainer and that's the way it should be. Speaking of, you did a great story with Christian Galvez and basically that's kind of what we're doing right now. We're really talking to those recruits and why they're staying home. You've done great articles on them, had great interviews. Tiana's doing great recruiting reports. Trevor and Jake have amazing podcasts with guests as well. And then Dan does daily write-ups on so many different things because like we mentioned, there is not much football to really talk about. So we're having to dig deep and bring you this great content. So don't forget to check out Mike's Twitter and mine. Mike, your Twitter handle is? At Howlin, H-O-W-L-I-N, Husky. Perfect. And then mine is at Kayla Olin. So check out those so that you can go ahead and vote on the winner and continue. Kayla Olin is spelled K-A-I-L-A. Yeah, I guess I just assume people know how to spell. I mean, I shouldn't. I can't buy a keychain at a souvenir store, so I really should know better by now. But also check out si.com slash college slash Washington for all of the great content that Mike and crew have been pumping out during this quarantine so that you can stay entertained and up to everything Husky-related to get you through this time. And make sure to give us a follow and a comment, review, anything on this podcast so that we can continue to make it better for you and bring you what you want to hear. Five stars only, thumbs up only, and subscribe so that, so that that way every time a new episode is posted, it goes straight to the device you're listening on. Until next time, I'm Kayla Olin. He's Mike Martin. Go dogs. Go dogs.